0: The Greg Bedard Patriots Podcast with Nick Cavins. Hey everybody, welcome into the Greg Bedard Patriots Podcast. I am Greg Bedard. Solo, this week, uh, Nick and I sort of had a little tough timing, mostly my own fault. Um, and uh, I gotta blame the Patriots a little bit. Uh, Two-game winning streak and also the whole Bailey Zappi experience uh i've just been really grinding the the tape a lot more to make sure that i'm on point and i'm giving you guys uh in various platforms bsj and maz here that i'm giving you uh the most accurate information that i can and sometimes that causes me to a lot to watch a lot more film Uh, my note takings a little bit uh better than it is sometimes for some regular season games and so um Uh, let's just say Mondays have been extremely late for me and uh, I couldn't answer the bell on Tuesday. So we're coming to you a week later. Nick will be back later in the week as we preview the Monday night game against the bears, quite the slate here between the lions Browns and the bears here for the Patriots, but it's their schedule. They're giving it to them. They don't choose who they play and uh, we'll just have to go through it. Uh, Just a reminder. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens, your one-stop shopping for 75 high-quality vitamins to help you start your day right. And betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on sports. If uh, you're a listener to this podcast and you've uh, taken my picks and applied them, you are 6-0 against the spread with the Patriots, including uh, I myself took the Patriots' money line and the over last week and hit on both. So a nice little payday. Thank you, Patriots. Uh, Thank you, Film Study, for getting us there. Uh, So, you know, sort of overview of the podcast today that we're going to talk about. We got to talk about Bailey Zabby and Mac Jones. Um, Of course, uh, I'll give you my read, what the film says. And I base everything that I say on the film a little bit on advanced analytics to get some context for things because things are not always black and white. Um, we will talk about where Mac Jones is health-wise. I uh, also want to talk about the defense a little bit because I think they've been left out. and Actually, they've largely been left out of this discussion um, during this win streak and sort of what the Patriots have done this season. A um, couple things that are on my mind. Uh, we'll get into three up and three down. Um, of course, members at bostonsportsjournal.com get all this information uh, ahead of time They get five up, five down. They get video analysis Um, with Bailey Zappi this week. If you're a member, then I go through, I I don't know, it must be a half hour video where I go through all the plays that I graded on Bailey Zappi, which uh, eight positive plays, eight minus plays, and also some of the bigger plays that I consider neutral that I didn't give Bailey Zappi credit for. We go through the film. I explained to you exactly my thinking on each play, including one of the plays I actually changed. Uh, there was a play behind Hunter Henry. I forgot that the TV copy showed that that ball was tipped at the line that had originally been uh, given a minus to Bailey Zappi, but I corrected that based off of the film study. Um, so, all right, let's talk about Mac and Bailey. Um, we now have two games worth of data, two games worth of film, and in my mind, uh Mac Jones is clearly the starter of this team. I think uh and am I somewhat putting myself in Belichick's shoes or trying to give you his thinking? I don't have any inside knowledge on this. I don't think anybody does. I don't really believe any reports on this. Whoever is out there is out there. And I, I do to me, I do think this is a health decision for the Patriots. I do think they're trying to figure out um you know, exactly when Mac is healthy enough to be on the field. But do I think that Bill Belichick views Mac Jones as the starter for this team and that Bailey isn't really in competition for that? Yeah, I do. I I think it's clearly Mac Jones and uh, Bailey Zappi is the team's backup. Now, has Bailey made himself more of the conversation this week? And do you, if Mac really struggles in a game, do do you know or for a stretch? Do you think about putting Bailey Zappi in now off of what he's done in these last two games? Uh, yeah, a little bit more. But to me, uh, if I was running the team, which I'm not, thankful uh, that's good for you guys. Uh, Mac Jones would clearly be the starter for this team. Uh, he's taller. He has a better arm. Uh, he has done more things on film that uh translate to being a very good nfl starting quarterback at some point in time i don't expect him to do it in the first third of his second year um and a lot of things have to be right around him um you know i think a lot of people have forgotten how good mac jones was last year over the balance of it and you know you can look at bottom line you can look at his record as a starter, I, you know, I hate all that crap. Don't, don't give me quarterbacks one loss records. I think it's ridiculous. I think a lot of it has to do unless you're talking about the most talented guys, which we know the Patriots don't have either of those guys, then you're talking about, it's gotta be a team game. And, um, the uh, Bailey's uh, or Mac Jones being two and nine in his last nine starts. I think I heard that stat today. I mean, it's three years running the Patriots defense has stunk down the stretch that they've stunk down the stretch. So I don't put that on Mac Jones. It happened with Tom Brady. It happened with Cam Newton. happened with Mac Jones. I don't think it's a quarterback problem. I think it's a Patriots problem, and we, we'll see. I mean, I think the Patriots are going to be in the same exact boat again. They will get to a good record. I think uh, last year they were 9-4, and four, top seed in the AFC East. Let it all slip away, basically, down the stretch. This year I predicted them 1-3. and three five and three and then we'll see you have the the Colts I think the Jets again and the Vikings and then um you know a challenging last part of the schedule so we will see I I just don't think that's a quarterback thing plenty of talking heads will make that about that I just don't see that I try to base my decisions almost all all on the film and to me there are clear differences between a healthy Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi uh, I think that um That you see some plays on film. Zappi certainly, I I think his best plays were the Hunter Henry touchdown, or excuse me, the Tyquan Thornton touchdown. And there was a Tyquan Thornton crossing route later in the game where Zappi did a really nice stepping up twice, avoiding and slinging a ball in there with pretty good velocity. Uh, That was an upper level quarterback play so if you were that's the that's the one play in his two games or two and a half games that really stand out that you're just like okay you know you do that 10 11 times a game now we're talking uh but we have not seen that that's no knock on, on Bailey Zappi he is still to me he is still in the backup category he just is he has a size limitation he has an arm limitation uh there are two stories that I'm breaking down on BSJ um both throws Same formation, same run action, same play to Jacoby Myers. Second quarter across the middle, fourth quarter to the right. Both of them, I think, illustrate how Zappi's a little bit deficient in the arm. Uh, The the crossing route went for 20 yards. Uh, It took a while to get there. Jacoby Myers had to stop, jump up, get it. You can see it just a good NFL starting quarterback like Mac Jones. Throws that ball with more heat, and there's probably more yards after the catch. The other one to Jacoby Myers, Zappy had to throw flat-footed because he he made a conscious decision to look hard left at Devante Parker, hold the safety, and then he came back and he he had to get rid of it really quick. So he basically threw it flat-footed, and that ball took it lost some steam at the end. Um, but he also had a couple of throws that you see him throwing out. All right, but. It has to be said, you know, he's able to step into almost all of his throws with how the Patriots are calling these games. And uh, I think that's a huge factor. Um, And any quarterback, I don't care, backup starter in the NFL can make those throws stepping into every throw. It's what happens when the, the heat's around you. And the heat has not been around Bailey Zappi. He has largely not been under duress in these games. He has been uh, pressured, I think, on average, 21% of the time. That's less than one in four. Uh, Mac Jones has been pressured. Sorry, I have it. Uh, to start the season, 33% of the time. That's one in three snaps. Um, he also got hurt in his, you know, needed x rays after the Miami game, um, busted his ankle in the Ravens game. Uh, and at this this point, To to compare it, to this point, six games into his rookie year, um, where Bailey Zappi is. Now, different circumstances, I understand. Zappi hasn't gotten the refs that Mac did as a rookie, practice reps. Jones was under uh, pressure 35% of the time. Uh, So, to me, uh, there's been a lot of things going for Zappi in these games. You have to put these games together in these performances into context. You just have to. And if you don't want to, that's fine. I understand that. Me, personally, and I think this is the way Belichick looks at it. Belichick watches the film. He watches a big play, like, say, the Hunter Henry touchdown. Do you think he's got the clicker in his hand? And he says, like, oh, man, Bailey made a great play there. He, he, You know, that's a play Mac's not going to make. He's not saying that. You know, Bill Belichick is watching. He's watching down the line. All right. This kid against Buffalo, can he get the job done? You know, with Josh Allen on the other sideline, which quarterback gives us the best chance to be competitive against Buffalo down the road? To me, it's clearly Mac Jones. Um, you know, and, and I'll continue to illustrate the reasons. I mean, I still see, to me, Bailey Zappi is Chase Daniel, he's Matt Flynn, he's Jay Fiedler, okay? You know, you want him to be you want him to be the starter for the Patriots. I, I just don't see it. I ask yourself this: if he was a free agent after this season, um, who would sign him? What kind of contract would he get? Would you feel comfortable? If it was your team? Would you say, "All right, I'm going to pay that guy thirty million dollars a year"? Of course not. Uh, to me, he is a backup due to his uh, his his limitations. I will say this. Um. You know, these are the positives on Zappi. Um, he is very advanced for a rookie with his pocket movement and pocket sense. His eyes never stray from down the field, which is a big thing with young quarterbacks. A lot of guys, again, that's that's bred from not being under pressure. I mean, if he was on the Rams, that offensive line, it would be much different. I mean, look at Cooper Rush in Dallas. 5-0 and as a starter after Dak... Prescott, some people are like, oh, should Dak get his job back? Yeah, look really good for five games. Then suddenly they go up against, who would they play? Um, The Eagles. Eagles pass rush, which was all over the Cowboys. Cooper Rush looked like a backup. Didn't have the mobility, the height, the arm strength. That's what Bailey Zappi would look like again, in my opinion. I could be wrong against better competition. Um, other positives for Zappi. Um, he knows where his receiver will be and has started to manipulate the defense some in the game to to help his, his receivers. Again, that's an advanced thing. Zappi's short, compact motion helps him. He can throw from different arm angles, which we saw in this game. He has enough arm strength to make most throws from a clean pocket. That's, that's where I think Bailey Zappi is. Um, things going for Zappi that Jones did not have. Run game being the focal point. Yeah, they didn't run the ball great in this game, but it was the focal point of their offense. The Browns had to respect it. The Browns had to put more resources towards stopping the run, which opened up the passing game. Uh, high percentage of play action. I mean, Bailey Zappi, this is the stat. If you were looking for one stat to be like, oh well, what's the difference between things in when Zappy's running the offense and when Mac? They the Patriots are using play action on 31.6% of his throws, and he is averaging 15.3 yards per attempt on play action. 32% of his dropbacks, 15.6 yards. Without the benefit of play action, which we talked about earlier in the year, when when Mac and the offense was strong, where's the play action? Where's the motion? Where's the things that Mac does well? What is it with these deep drops and and you know Mac's average depth of target is ten point six. It's among the league leaders. Bailey Zappies is like six. Um so when Mac Jones only got to use play action on 10.8% of his dropbacks, his yards per attempt is 9.8. Now his yards per attempt without play action, 7.9. Billy Zappies is 5.6. To me, that illustrates good quarterback, good starting quarterback level, backup level. Um, now I think that Mac in years with experience will grow, you know, and, and, and he'll get better at that which will be the difference. Um, as a rookie, Mac Jones used play action 27% of the time. 8.8 average with it, 6.6 without it. Uh, a little bit closer to Zappy in terms of without it, but still um, way ahead of him. Um, and I think that is uh, largely it. Um, and also, you know, look, Uh, The bottom line is, according to the advanced analytics, Bailey Zappi has literally faced the two worst defenses in the NFL. It has to be pointed out. It just has to. If If you want to ignore it, ignore it. But it's a factor, and it's a huge factor in these games. I would say it's the number one reason why the offense has looked as good as it did. The passing ranks for the team, according to Football Outsiders, 32nd for Detroit, 27th for Cleveland. Cleveland didn't have Jadevian Clowney, their second best edge rusher. They didn't have Denzel Ward, by far their best cover guy. Um, And Mac Jones's average DVOA rank, defensive rank that he faced, 18.3. Pass rank, 19.3. A lot better than what Bailey Zappi has faced. Um, And there was something else I was going to point out. Oh, so they both played Cleveland. Mac Jones played Cleveland last year. Clowney was in the game. Ward was in the game. Mac Wilson was on the Browns. Anthony uh, Walker, their best linebacker, was in the game. He's on IR right now. Uh, you know that was a that was a defense that ranked 11th in DVOA at the end of the year. Seventh against the pass. The Patriots beat them 45 to seven. It was over at halftime, 24 to seven. On Sunday against the Browns, the Patriots led 10 to six. Uh the it was it uh the the Browns had a chance to make it a one-score game. If they didn't go for two there, they could have made an eight-point game with six minutes left. It was still a game. The two turnovers, they had a 19-yard scoring drive and an eight one play eight-yard drive. That made it look like a blowout. It wasn't a blowout, even though I do think the Patriots had complete control of that game. Um but I, I just I just think not you know, look. It's not you can't. It's not a direct comparison because the teams are different, uh. But you know, it gives you an indication on to me what it looks like with an NFL starting quarterback running the offense and operation against, um, you know, a fully staffed defense and 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 a backup running it against uh, a lesser foe. Um, so with that, we will take a break. And uh we will tell you about athletic greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to make sure I was getting all the vitamins and nutritional supplements. I needed it in one place. I hated buying a bunch of different vitamin bottles, pill bottles. Now I've been on it for three months and I love it. I'm telling you, I get this, I take it first thing in the morning, I get a little bit of a, a boost, a more focused. You know, you've heard me on Felgar and Mass. do do I sound better this year than I did last year? It doesn't, it doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It's a green liquid. I understand people see it and they're automatically like, oh, seaweed. I know. I'm telling you, it tastes good. It has a mild tropical taste, a little minty, and I actually look forward to it each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things you're looking for. I take it first thing in the morning. It's now part of my routine, and I'd be lost without it. I love how it contains less than one gram of sugar. Helps me with my diet. No GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial, anything so clean while still tasting good. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, so just, you know, quickly, a little bit of an update on the quarterback situation. The Patriots, because it's a Monday night game, they didn't practice on Wednesday like they normally do. They'll be back on the practice field Thursday. We'll have to see where Mac is Um You know, Joe Judge talked this week, Devin McCourty talked this week, Bailey Zappi talked this week. Um, One thing that I thought was worthy of discussion with this, I think that uh, so people are a little bit confused about what's going on. So what we know, we have seen Bailey Zappi basically every time he's taken the practice field with each week since the injury, he's looked better. Um, We thought he had a chance to play possibly against the Browns. That didn't happen. He was inactive for the game. He was on the sidelines. He made the trip. Bailey Zappi was told he was going to be started, starting on Saturday. We also know that the reporters that were in Cleveland said that Mac Jones really did not move well on Sunday as he threw on the field. He didn't move around very much. So you're probably wondering, like, how does he go from being pretty close during the game of uh, practice week to Sunday? He looks terrible. Um, I'm just, I don't know anything about this. I'm just giving you my experience from covering the NFL and knowing how they deal with injuries at some point in time, as the player heals up, there's some, there's a moment where everybody has to get on the same page is like, all right, we think you're healthy enough to try this. Let's push it. Now, did that happen Friday at practice? Did it, it could have happened Saturday in the hotel Normally, the team has a ballroom where they can walk through some things. Guys who are rehabbing can go through a more rigorous workout if they want to. Uh, In my mind, either Friday or Saturday was Max push it day because you want to see, all right, how's he really moving around when let's put it under a lot of stress? How's he moving around? Uh, And you're also looking at, all right, well, how does he bounce back the next day? I think they saw Mac move around and they say, no, you're not ready yet. Um, they went through the workout, but they said you're not ready yet. Um, that's why you know he uh, it, it could have happened on Saturday. That's why he was on the trip. You um, know, and what you saw on Sunday to me that squares up this uh, this way. Um, you know, you push it, and then you see how you bounce back. He was probably really sore after pushing it. Now, is that a bad indication for this week? No, no, not in my mind. And I've even gone through this with pretty bad ankles. Um, you know, it's all about strength. You know, when is his ankle going to be str- strong enough? And 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 at some point, you need to push it to see what you can do, but also the body's going to recuperate and gain strength as a result of pushing it, even if it's not ready, which it clearly wasn't this week. Um, I can't tell you whether he's going to start on Monday. I would say if I had to wager right now, I think that Mac Jones is going to start, um, but we'll have to see. It might, you know, that – from that push it day it might be even longer he does have the extra day this week that's why i have a little bit more confidence i'd really like to get him some playing time before the jets game in a perfect world mac plays about a half patriots lead 28 to nothing and they say all right that's good enough go rest Z- bailey uh you go run the rest of the game um but we'll have to see um one thing i did want to point out um that uh, not a lot of people are talking about because the, the quarterback thing dominates the conversation. Um, I just wanted to give a tip of the hat to the, to the defense. Um, while the opponent has not been good, um, the, I don't care what the Lions stats say, that's not a good offense. And Jared Goff is not a good quarterback. Uh, a lot of their stats were circumstantial. They were down big to the Eagles. I right, put up some junk time stu- stats, uh, did that against the Vikings as well. Um but look, I, I think you have to be impressed, I don't care the opponent, that they've been able to shut down uh the Lions passing game and also the Browns running game. I mean the Brown the Browns offensive line in their running game is legit and they completely shut it down. I think, you know, when I go through my grading, um two weeks only one player has left with a negative rating in these games for me, and that's Sean Wade from this last game. And it wasn't very much. He only was on the field for like nine plays. Everybody else has been a positive. The positive plays are off the charts compared to the negative plays. Um, It's always like a plus 30, plus 40 for me, for the defense. And so that shows that they are executing really well. Uh, Awesome job. And I also want to point out that the coverage in the back end has been excellent. It really has uh, in virtually all the games, and it's getting better week by week. Um, you know, not having Jonathan Jones, it was not an issue this week. I think Jack Jones is just a pain in the rear end. If, you're, if he's covering you, he's always there. I think Miles Bryant did a nice job this week. Jalen Mills, uh, I do think that Kyle Duggar had some issues in coverage. This week did have some, you know, really good plays as well, you know, especially on the interception. That interception was a it was a very late pass by Jacoby Brissett. Duggar was beat. Terrible play. Good pressure from Wise. Uh, But the thing I wanted to say is, you know, what we know so far about this defense and I don't care about ratings. I don't care about rankings, any of that stuff. Because who cares? I mean, we've seen this three years running. The Patriots have a top five defense statistically, whatever. That's great. But they've stunk down the stretch. In games that matter, they haven't been able to stop the opponents. They haven't been able to get off the field. That goes for 2019, 2020, 2021. Could it be different this year? Yeah, it could. You know, we'll see. You know, I, i I have no prediction on that, but what I do know is if you're a one-dimensional team, the Patriots can shut you down. Okay, but to be a really good defense, one that's going to help them win games, postseason games, get to the playoffs, they're going to have to be able to 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 stop. This is where I was last year. What happens when they go up against a team that can run and pass, have a good quarterback, and they can't concentrate on one thing? Can they do? Three things at once to stop a stop an offense. I I don't know. We won't know until that happens. Um, These opponents are not showing that. We don't have an answer on that. I will say the Patriots' coverage in the back end right now. What I have seen on film makes me think that come Buffalo, come the Cardinals, come the Raiders. Patriots might have a little something there as far as coverage, the ability to cover really good teams. I'm not saying that it's definitely proven. I'm just saying it's, it could be there because you see glimpses of it on film right now. But look, at the end of the day, you can't just cover in the back end. You have to rush the passer really well. That means, our, you know, is anybody else other than Matthew Judon going to rush the passer. Dietrich Wise has at times when he doesn't it doesn't work. And what about the linebackers? Is it going to be good enough at linebacker against faster teams to to beat them? So can they put all three the you know the, the line the linebackers the back end against passing teams, but also can they do both and also stop the run? Uh, we'll see. But I you know, I will say the defense has done a really nice job of late, and I've been very impressed by the coverage. Uh, we will get to three up, three down right after I tell you about Bet Online. Football's back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game tra- trends on and at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events. Bet MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. you got the NBA season starting, the Celtics, the Bruins are 3-1. Seven, seven, They scored more than the Lions did, or allowed more than the Lions did uh, last night with seven goals. I watched that game. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. So three up, three down. Billy Zappi is not on my three up list. Sorry to break your heart if that's what you're waiting for. Uh, I just thought other people were better. Not that he was bad. I didn't think he was bad. I thought that was a a good, solid performance. Uh, Dietrich was. um, He was an animal as far as he had five and a half total quarterback pressures, eight impactful plays while still playing 59 snaps. And it's just unbelievable. Uh, Matthew Judon was my number two, a bit of a quiet game. He got a lot of attention again, a lot against good players. He still at the end of the day ended up with two and a half uh, pressures, six impactful plays, no minus plays. Awesome job by him. And Christian Barmore, Uh, he got hurt. It's a shame he got hurt. 20 snaps. He had three impactful plays. That's a very high percentage. Uh, What's interesting is that week six last year was his bust-out game. This was going to be his bust-out game. So that is a good sign, all defense. And my down list is all offense. Um, We'll start with Isaiah Wynn. You know, two and a half quarterback pressures, minus six uh, on my evaluation, uh, you know, including another penalty. Uh, It's just, it's, he's having a tough go. I still think he's a talented player. Maybe somebody can unlock that. But right now, it's not working great. Trent Brown was my number two down. Sorry to the big fella. He's been on a, he had been on a heater, uh, had a tough time with Miles Garrett. And uh, tribute to Miles Garrett, rarely do you ever see an edge rusher on another team without much around him still be productive against a Bill Belichick team. And even Belichick was lamenting that. Uh, four total quarterback pressures allowed for Trent Brown. And my other minus was Marcus Cannon, the other option at right tackle. I know a lot of people are hot on that. And I really like Marcus for his smarts, how he adjusts the things on the fly, how he run blocks. Pass blocking, I worry a little bit about his foot speed. Uh, maybe that will come back to him a little bit the more reps he gets. But right now, it's a little bit rough. Uh, BSJ member question of the day. Hey, you know the drill. It's thirty nine ninety nine. It's $0.10 cents a day. You know, if you really want the best, most honest Patriots coverage, excuse me, I'm going to give you the truth. Good, bad, or ugly. Um You're going to get information on the team from my film study that you're not going to get anywhere else. Uh, Just to let you know and sort of if you want to take a look, sort of like a free preview thing, if you go over to BSJ, you find my breakdown of of this game, of the Browns game. It is titled Bedard's Breakdown After Second Straight Win. Does the film show Bailey Zappi should be the Patriots starter? First of all, you a lot of my explanation is free. my uh, per play breakdown is not video is not but if you want a preview of that go over to that story on the top you get uh you get three plays to a w from the lions game that comes with my breakdown video coaches film Uh, my breakdown of the packers game um, including all my analysis you see everything you get uh, my, my, my main takeaway from the game, you have unit ratings, uh, you have player charts where you get my plus minuses, you get coaches film with my analysis voiced over it. Uh, and also, also free right now is the breakdown from Zappy's first start against the lions. And I lay out exactly why I graded him the way that I did. Uh, so the question Pat's fan nineteen fifty nine says, "This is a long ways from your tone on Zappy back in August, Greg. Something along the lines of the Patriots are wasting their time and a roster spot on the Zappi kid. He doesn't look like he'll ever develop. Something like that. And here we are, and nothing from you referencing your preseason take. And that's fine. Ooh, Pat's fan coming with the heat. Um, and uh, you know, look, I, wonderful. I also." BSJ members. I have a Friday or Saturday Q and a every week where if you want to call me out on something, bring it because you're probably not putting it in the right context, but maybe I don't explain it right at the time. And, and I like to, uh, provide you context. And just like on this question about Bailey Zappi, I don't exactly remember what I said. I know I said, I've said something, or I certainly thought this kid can't play. Um, I don't understand why they're wasting their time on this. That's absolutely correct. The context of it is this, and this is my vernacular. Um, you know, maybe it needs to be altered a little bit, but when I say the kid can't play, what's the point in this? What I'm saying is I have what, my baseline. The only thing that I'm looking for, the only question I'm trying to answer is, can this player be a good starter When you playoff games, win a Super Bowl in the National Football League. If the answer is no, you can't play. That's that's my opinion. You can't play. What's the point? If you want to go find, it's like special teamers. If you want to go find special teamers and have them on your roster, okay, fine. If you want a really good backup, that's fine. I think Bailey Zappi can be a really good backup, a career backup. Make some starts. Uh, Help get a team to the postseason. I just don't think I don't think he'll ever be an NFL starter. And so that's I'm not changing my tone. Has he shown me more than he showed me in August? Yeah, for sure. Um he's shown much better in these games than he did on the practice field. Um but still, it doesn't change my evaluation of him of I I put him in a bucket of all right, career backup. So in in my view, he can't play. What's the point? Um and to that end, I think what Bailey Zappi does now for the Patriots, if you still have questions about marks about Mac Jones, is you have Mac Jones, who's a very good starter or has the potential to be a very good starter, but not certainly not an elite guy. You have Bailey Zappi, who now displaces Brian Hoyer, and Zappi can be a career backup maybe at the end of his contract. He looks for a starting opportunity. I don't know. Um, I I tend to doubt that, and so do NFL people that I – Uh, that I talk to or and I value their opinion. I think what it does is now at some point, if you can, you can, you can risk a draft pick, a trade, whatever on one of these guys with elite traits. I'm not saying he's an elite quarterback, but you know, say like Malik Willis, who was drafted this year. I don't know. I didn't even, I don't even think I watched film on him. Um, you know, but I, I know he's very fast. I know he has a good arm. But, you know, if you can, if you look at that guy and you say, with two or three years of development and practice, we might have something there. Sort of like uh, what the Packers did with Aaron Rodgers. You know, he was a first-round pick, though. But you get what I'm saying. I think that now you know you have backup quarterback sets. So now you can risk a little bit. All right? Sort of like being at the blackjack table. Uh, you can double down a little bit and you say, all right, somebody comes up third, fourth, fifth round, somebody that we evaluate that has the mind that we want, elite arm strength or athletic ability, but needs a lot more time, needs to be trained. That's the guy I'm looking for because maybe that guy in time grows to be better than Mac Jones. Uh, I don't think Zap- Zappy will overtake Mac Jones ever, but uh, I'm always been the type of guy that from the Ron Wolf school. Of draft a quarterback every year or every other year, see if you strike gold. Because until you have that guy, you don't have a guy. And I, I'm always putting more assets to the quarterback position. So that's what I meant by what I said about Bailey Zappi I just don't think he's going to be a franchise quarterback in this league. So to me, he can't play. Now, do I literally mean he can't play? No. But as soon as I make that evaluation on a guy, I put him out of my mind. I'm not saying I, I'm right all the time. I'm not. I'm wrong, wrong a lot. Well, I wouldn't say a lot, but I'm wrong. And, uh, you know, so are a lot of also smart people. Bill Belichick's been wrong a ton and has admitted that. Uh, so that's my thinking. Anyways, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. We'll be back later in the week with Nick to talk about the Bears uh, make sure you check out athleticgreens.com slash Bedard and also betonline.ag I'm going for st- I am 6-0 and on the Patriots straight up and against the spread looking for 7-0 and you'll have to listen to the pod read over at BSJ exactly what my pick is because I'm making a lot of people a lot of money this year on the Patriots thanks for listening and we will see you later in the week